Hello everyone and welcome to The Migrant Next Door. I'm your host and fellow migrant Ritika and I'm here to talk about all things related to migrants. So whether it's relationship problems, moving to a new country, mental health, culture shocks, investing and more in the journey to build a home away from home. So first of all, thank you to all of you for listening to the first episode and coming back for the second one. I hope you enjoyed what I had to say and I hope you're curious on what I'll talk about next. So let's get started. All right. So today I want to talk about the big question of why people migrate. Why someone decides to leave everything they know behind and step into the unknown and start all over again. And while it's not starting all over again for everyone, but for most people, they kind of have to do it. So why do people migrate? Um, it's, it's a very um, broad question with so many different answers to it that if I wanted to discuss all of them, I would probably need a separate podcast just for that. Um, so, so what I will do is I'll discuss a few common reasons. Um, and, and the first one is my own reason for migrating. So I moved to New Zealand to get higher education and to see the world. I wanted to experience what it felt like to move to a new country and live a different lifestyle. And, and I will admit, it definitely came from a place of privilege that I had the option to consider studying abroad. You know, um, it, it requires a lot of money. As an international student, I paid four times in fees compared to a domestic student for, this, for the same qualification. So that's an option not many would consider if they're not prepared to spend that much money or if they can't afford to spend that much money. So, so that's one group, the international students who move to another country for higher education um, and in the process hope that it would increase their future job prospects both at home and abroad. Um, then there's migrants who move to another country for better job opportunities and a better lifestyle. So you could be a highly skilled worker and the field that you're working in is experiencing a shortage of skilled workers. So you then have the option to leverage that experience and move to another country where your skills are more valuable and you're paid more and you get to live a better lifestyle. And I mean, looking at the current scenario, there's a, there's a global shortage of skilled workers in so many fields and it gives people that confidence that they can think about making a move and adding value to the society, which is, which is I think, a very rewarding feeling in itself. The third category is of young travelers who go on an OE or the big OE. So OE stands for Overseas Experience. Well, at least that's what they call it here in New Zealand. So it's like a gap year after school or after graduation where you don't want to jump to the um, expected next stage, like finding a new job, paying your bills, buying a house and all of that. You want to spend some time traveling and exploring the world. Um, it can be a trip for a few weeks or it can be a trip for a few months. 
there are a lot of countries like um, UK, New Zealand, Australia, Canada, who either permit visa-free travel or have options like work holiday visas, where young people can move to that country, travel around and have working rights to work and support themselves. So this basically helps with the economy as you're earning and spending money in that country. Um, again, I do want to point out the privilege here because most people from Asian countries or other um, what you call third world countries don't have the option to apply for this visa-free travel. And it is super expensive to travel abroad while you were young as you have no money. And, and secondly, the currency conversion rate is so high that whatever little saving you have as a teenager or as someone in the early 20s, it won't help you pay the bills for this trip. So it's, it's almost like an exclusive club where some first world countries allow citizens of other first world countries to travel and make money in the process. So as I am from India, I didn't really have that option. And to be honest, I didn't even know that this option existed till I met someone in New Zealand who was traveling here on a work holiday visa from England. And then I met more people like them. So some of them left for their home country and some of them ended up staying here as they liked it over here and, and they got a job and, and they applied for a visa if, if that was required based on their nationality. So, so there you go, that's another option or reason. The next one is um, simply just money. So the reason people move to another country is to earn more money. Sometimes people find that they're stuck in their routine job with their never increasing salary and they think about what they can do to change that. Sometimes the particular country a person is born in isn't doing very well um, economically and everything seems to be getting more expensive. So they move overseas to earn more money and get paid fairly for the work they do. So they can live a more comfortable life or be able to afford a more comfortable life for their family who they have either left behind or has traveled with them. Most people either go back after staying abroad and saving money um, and when they think it is enough for them to move back. Um, and sometimes people end up living permanently into this, into this new country and move their family over once they have a comfortable job and they can afford moving their family over. So the next reason is similar to the one we just discussed, but this one has more to do with the, with the life and the lifestyle than just money. Sometimes people move to a different country for a better lifestyle or a stress-free, laid-back lifestyle. For example, you could be a skilled worker in a well-paid job, but your work life is super hectic. You are constantly thinking and stressed about work and you can't really seem to be enjoying the money that you're earning or spend time with your family. 
So then there comes a point where you think, is making more money all that really matters? What about time with my children, time with my family, or time for myself where I could do what I really enjoy um, on a weekend rather than answering work emails? And that's when you make the decision to either move to a new country where you expect the quality of your life to be better or move back to your home country where you can spend more time with your family. So there are a lot of Kiwis who moved to Australia for a better paying job. But there are also a lot of Australians who either move to New Zealand or Kiwis who move back home to stay close to family or to live a stress-free, laid-back lifestyle. Sometimes on a farm, I kid you not. So yeah, different reasons. Most people take the decision to move on their own, but then there are kids and teenagers for whom their parents um, decide on such things. So it could be any of the above discussed reasons on why a parent would want to move and if someone has kids, then it is almost impossible to not have that front and center of your decision making around changing countries. You want to move to a different country where your kids can live a better lifestyle, get a better education and have more opportunities, for work and income when they grow up. But sometimes when these decisions are made for teenagers who have a life in their home country, they've got friends and people they know, then sometimes it gets a bit hard on them um, to move and adjust to a new lifestyle. And this can cause um, mental health problems as well. So I think it is very important to have a conversation with them and give them as much information as possible before you decide to make a move and, and make them feel involved in the decision-making process so they can express their concerns and they are mentally prepared for that for that big move. So the last reason I want to discuss on why people move or leave their home country is I think the most important one and the one we are seeing of a lot um, recently. People move to a different country because they want to live. Yes, I am talking about refugees affected by the war. The war in Ukraine, the war in Syria, and other international conflicts. Sometimes people don't want to move at all, but they have to if they want to survive. If they want their families, their children to survive, and, and as much as it breaks my heart to see this tragedy, for a lot of people, it is very real. They have to leave their friends, families, their hometowns, their own homes, and everything they grew up with through no fault of their own and be displaced. There are children who may never be able to live a normal life um, because they are refugees in a different country or are displaced and haven't yet found a safe haven or a place they can call home. So yes, there are a lot of people um, moving to a different country and, and, and this could be the biggest life decision they will ever take. 
and it could change their life forever. But then there are others who have been forced to take that decision just to be alive. So I think it is all of the above. You know, some apply to you, some don't. But the one thing that applies to all of us is the courage to move. The willpower to say, I will do this and I will go through it and I will work hard and I will turn this around in my favour. So with that, we've come to the end of our episode. Um, let me know your thoughts and any suggestions that you think would help me improve. Um, leave a comment on social media at The Migrant Next Door on Facebook and Instagram and like and follow our page. So, right, I will see all of you lovely people next week. Take care.